What's going on, my good people? Apologize for the delay. Um, <clears throat> happy Monday, happy Monday. It is May 1st, man. This year is going by fast. I hope you guys all had a really, really good weekend. You already know what we're going to talk about today. The NFL draft. Did your team have a good draft? What was your team's draft grade this past weekend? Um, NBA playoffs. Shout out to Steph Curry doing what he do. Um, yeah, my guy D-Bus going to join us pretty soon. Obviously, at all, as always, put your comments in the comment section. Go to Twitter. Hashtag M2M Live. Y'all know what it is. We can catch you on the other side. But hey, look, we'll have a good show today. See you in a minute. So bad, must be the hustler in me that keep my foot on the gas. When you got it from nothing, then hard times ain't so bad. Just know I'm coming for everything that they said I couldn't have. I put my life inside it. Yeah, I kept it silent. Yeah, I played the field. That's how I feel about it. We put numbers on the board. We always up the score. Yeah, we stuck to the plan and never ran. Now they can't see man, man. Yeah, we talking. Man, oh man, they can't guard me. Man to man, they don't wanna see us. Man to man, they don't know how to beat us. Man to man, 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 man to man. Anyway, we can get. Yes, sir. I can't, I can't see, see you because of it. It's so hard. You can't see me? Nah, bro. nah, bro. Let me see, let me see, let me see. Hey. Hey, that intro. Ooh, let me know what y'all think about the intro, man. Hey, Tone, you did your thing, man. You did your thing with that. Uh, I'm going to wait for AB to get in here and tell y'all who that artist is. Who gave us that dope man to man intro? I don't know if that was the first or second time I had to jump in here late. Got a little pushback with my kids drop off this morning, but that was hard. I got it just in time. Welcome. Welcome back. Don't wait for AB to get back in here, but it's May 1st, already May. It's 2023. It's flying by. Uh, already in may may 1st had a lot a lot going in the sports world uh a lot of great things. it's a great time to be a sports fan in south florida right now man my panthers showing off my heat showing off um the marlins who we just sweep i think we just swept the cubs 
uh, I mean, we just, you know, just do we just doing, you know, we had the NFL draft, so you know it's gonna be Florida boys up and down that draft. Uh there we go. A B back in the building. What's good, baby? What it what it do, what it do. There we go, there we go. Yeah, man. So uh let the people know who uh who blesses with that intro, man. Yeah, man. My 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 young boy Yoko, man. Yoko. Um, he's a phenomenal, phenomenal artist from Hampton, Virginia, staying out there on the West Coast Bye. right now. But doing some big things in the music world, man. So shout out to Yoko, um, blessing us with that dope, dope intro. Yeah, man, that was tough. That was tough. How was your uh, How was your weekend? I know it was a great weekend in sports. How was your weekend? Man, long weekend, man. Down here in VA, man. Pharrell had the um, he hosted a something in the water festival this weekend. Um, came out here and showed some love. Good time. Weather was horrible, but. <laughs> You know, some good fellowship with the guys, man. So, had a good time. Good time. How about you? Yeah, same, man. One of my daughters uh, celebrated her birthday. Um, I was out there in Indy for the draft. That was awesome for uh, the fourth uh, fourth annual PMS Draft Spectacular. Um, and it got back here to celebrate my bug's birthday. Um, and then it was just talking about this weekend in sports, man. I don't know what you hit already, but we obviously got a lot a lot to talk about um, in, in sports this uh from this weekend he obviously went on to upset the bucks they moved on to get their first win in the second round uh shit now we got the warriors lakers matchup got to talk about that Steph performance the draft obviously uh what you want to jump off with man man we got to jump off man with these nba playoffs man um again i think you know Steph, what he was able to do on that game seven against the Sacramento Kings. Sacramento Kings, they've been big at home um, this entire year. Um, but just to see. Team team. Yeah, just to see what Steph was able to do. And, you know, we've talked about on this show a number of times where you feel as though what Steph ranks all time on your list. And this is just another performance where I can say that, D. but you do have a valid argument, man. But mm -hmm. what Steph was able to do last night, man, it was it was – what you want to see from your star player? Yeah, man, it, it, and Steph, you know, he's been, I think he's been admired and talked about as the greatest shooter, you know, for a long time now. I feel like at least, shit, a good probably five, six years at this point. That that argument has kind of been dead, but a lot of people kind of left him in that box. Like, oh, greatest shooter, you know, but don't do, you know, not really impressive much here. Good, good handles. When you just look at his whole game, man, uh, obviously the ball handling, being able to shoot the ball, he's, he's, a, he's a great rebounder, especially in the playoffs as well. But the way he got the, 22 points in the paint last night, uh, obviously he always going to do his thing from three-point for 50, eight and six. 50 points, obviously most points in a game seven in NBA history in, in playoffs, man. Uh, he just continues to add to his already um, unreal resume. And, um, you know, he was in my – when we had our top five list, I think Shaq was your fifth. Yeah. I believe Steph was my fifth. And obviously, you know, Shaq, if anybody old enough to remember that Shaq shit, that was the most dominant shit we ever saw on the court. But um, Steph, man, if he's able to – if he able to pull it – if he able to run this back this year and get this fifth – this fifth, he already the greatest point guard in history, in my opinion. He already on my Mount Rushmore because of what he's done on the court. His impact off the court is, I think, second to none. Honestly, you go to any 
LA Fitness right now. You go to any women's, men's, boys, girls, basketball game, they pull up from three. In the transition, in the half court, the game is completely changed because of this dude. Um, but, yeah, he just continues to move up. And if he get that one this year, the arguments for me are going to be outlandish because he 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 going to be top three. He ain't, he ain't three. Top three. I'll tell you that right. Uh, top three ain't three. Top three ain't three, A.B. Yeah. That, hey, look, so I, I, I'm not going to say I am going to argue with you. I don't think <laughs> Steph is going to – I don't think Steph is – it's gonna be top three. I I get it. Great player. I I will give you that top five argument. I will give you that top five argument. But top three. So now you you putting him ahead of, and you say he's not three. So you putting him ahead of. Bron. So you got and him at two. And, that, and that's a tough. Once again, this is a big if. If he can pull this one off, right? Because. Right now, him and Bron sitting up, and I'm not. I'm not just a ring guy. I'm not just a hey, you know, the ring this. Yes, yes. Right? Dude, dude, I'm that, not, top, that that top three comment and not three. That's, listen, that's about rings. It is, and I'm gonna tell you why though in this situation. Because Steph's whole career, who's been the face of the league? Bron. It's been Bron's league. Bron has obviously won MVPs. Bron's have been to the finals. They have a bunch of finals clashes and i'm a huge huge braun guy but when we look back on this era of basketball 50 years from now you're gonna be like hold on steph had because steph still got a good what four or five more years left we would think based on how he playing so let's say he get five maybe even six bruh it, I, I mean unanimous mvp best record overall uh regular season five, six championships, it'll be hard for me to look and say, all right, that was not the best player of his generation. It would just nah, be hard for me to do. But, you know, we got a couple more series to win. 19 consecutive series won in the Western Conference by the by the, <laughs> by the the Warriors. 19 consecutive, A.B. That's dope. That's good. That's a great team. That great organization, great coach. They have it all. But to put him above LeBron – Nah, when we just laugh, nah, I, I, I can't give, I can't give you that. Now your argument is, is, is valid, right? I expect arguments. Yeah, you're, you're valid. Your, your argument is valid. You know, rings. You know, he's a leader, best shooter that we've ever seen to play the game. But again, I'm always gonna go to, you know, the fact that you know LeBron fell short in some finals. I, I, I love. I recognize LeBron. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm LeBron guy. I, I recognize that. But again, when you talk about where he's at on the scoring chart, where he's at on the assist chart, what he's done for the game, the longevity that he's done it, how he, the longevity that he he's had in the game, um, I I can't I can't put Steph above him. Do I respect your argument? My hundred percent. But you said top three, and not three. Uh-uh. Uh uh. Yeah. yeah. You know I I can't just go. Uh, I got to go all the way. I, I can't just put him in the, you know, because yeah. uh, right Look. now, my top four right now, my Mount Rushmore right now, and it's just me. I'm 37. I definitely saw it in the MJ. Big brother made me watch. MJ's one, as of, as it stands right now, what is it? May 1st. May 1st, 2023. 2023. <laughs> MJ's one. Bronze two. I got Steph. I got Kobe. In no particular order, that's my Mount Rushmore. That's my Mount Rushmore. Uh, but 
once again, if Steph can come and get five, another back to back with because we we see what what he it ain't this ain't the same Warriors dynasty as it started off, and obviously the KD years, Clay. I I ain't never seen Clay shoot like this. They was trapping Steph in half court in the fourth quarter, leaving Clay open wide open in the corner. Yeah, I've never seen this shit. He that ain't gonna be good enough to beat the uh, Lakers. But um, if Steph if Steph can carry this this team back to back, man, uh, man, yeah, them arguments for me at least are gonna gonna get crazy. Uh, a lot of people, you know, Steph over Kobe won't give you that. Hey, I, hey, what you got Kobe, in your I'm cup? A Kobe guys, well, what you got? But, your, what you got in your um? What you got in your cup this morning? I'm a Kobe guys, well, but. <laughs> Which, which, I don't know the chef. The chef. The chef just, you know what I mean? Hey, look, I, it's, like I said, it's a valid argument. That's a tough argument to be had. We can probably sit here and talk about this all day, every day, and at the end of it, you know, we we both gonna respect each other's opinion. And I'm glad you just put this up there because next we're moving over to the next series. We got the Golden State Warriors led by Steph Steph Curry against the Los Angeles Lakers led by LeBron mm -hmm. James. Who do you have winning this series? You know I'm going with this. Now I, I yeah. love the Lakers. I love the Lakers. You know that's your mob. You 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 picked. I believe coming into the playoff, maybe coming into the season, um, and and a lot of people counted them off midway through the season. Got a lot of help. Six games last series. Each game had a different leading scorer, which is crazy, especially for a LeBron-led team. Um, he is in year 20, and I still feel like that team is still figuring themselves out. Warriors, they know who's who. They know what needs to be done. Clay know he needs to step up. Jordan Poole got to play better. And Steph, he got that look in his eye. So I'm going with Steph uh, and the Warriors to win this series. But this is the series that the NBA wants. This is the series that the fans want. Um, you know, we just finished talking about these two players, you know, two of the best players that we've been, been able to watch for the last, you know, 10 plus years go at it. So, um, this would be a great, great series. I expect it to go six or seven. Um, but I'm going with the Warriors in this one and probably, and probably seven. Um, honestly, well, which way are you going? Now you already know where I'm going. I'm going, on the other side, baby. <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going with King James and company, man. Anthony Davis, man. Um, I just feel like this is, this will be another one of those notches on LeBron's resume, you know, 20 years in, what, 38, 39, 38 years old. Um, special, man. Special, still doing it. And then again, you know, you see in the first series where you have multiple guys being able to put some points up on the board. Um, so they, 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 they are definitely going to need that um, this series. Uh, as far as size-wise, being able to run up and down the court, I think that could be something very, very important and very key for the Lakers this series. So, again, two great players, two great teams. Um, I'm looking forward to it, but I, I got the Lakers in this series. Yeah, it, it, I'm just look, I'm looking forward to this one, though. It, it's, I'm definitely looking forward to this one. I think the Nuggets-Suns series is going to be good, too. Um, but this is obviously the one, you know, you look at the star power, both of their legacies um, are stamped, both all-time greats. Um, we just had that conversation. I think Steph's the greatest point guard ever. Most people have Bron either one or two right now as why, as far as greatest player all-time. And then you got, obviously, these teams. Um, shit, two teams with a bunch of, bunch of championship experience and pedigree. So um, I'm going to Warriors, going to Lakers. This, I expect this one to be split. I believe the Warriors are the slight favorites um, in this one. If we get a chance, we could throw some some uh, some odds up. 
on, on FanDuel Sportsbook, the presenter of our podcast at the Man to Man Pod. Shout out to FanDuel Sportsbook. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Speaking of that other matchup in the Western Conference, number one seed Denver Nuggets came out and handled business. Um, you know, Jamal Murray had a, had a special performance, looking like Bubble Murray in game one. Uh, the f- number four seeded Suns um, struggled early, but obviously I expect them to bounce back and make this a series. Which way are you going in this one now? This this is interesting, Suns yeah. Nuggets. This going to be tough. You know, um, I actually – and I, we talked about on this podcast as well. I, I, I thought the Suns would would make a run this year. Um, KD book, you know, played well last series, but I don't think mm-hmm. they have anybody to stop that man that you got on the screen right now for the Denver Nuggets. Um, I think he's gonna give the Suns problems. Um, but with that being said, I got the Suns winning the series. Okay, Suns win the series. <sighs> I'm gonna go Nuggets. I'm gonna go Nuggets in this one, and I feel like I'm kind of cheating because you already I already saw him, you know, get the one win and play great. Um, it'll be interesting to see if Jamal Murray can sustain that type of production. Um, but you, you got some killers over there on the Suns as far as yeah. when it comes to putting that ball in the basket. Um, but you know how I feel about Chris Paul, D Book. How's you know is he going to show up and be special? How, how you how you feel uh, about uh, how you feel about Chris Paul and um and D you know, when the lights get the brightest, and D-Book had some special performances last series. Obviously, yeah. you know, the Clippers were, were shorthanded. Uh, but as the stage gets bigger and brighter, uh, I just haven't been impressed with books. With just what I expect from him. He's been a great scorer since he's been in the league. I just need to see more. KD, I need to see you lead your guys to that promised land, with you being the bus driver. And Chris Paul, I just need CP to get healthy and be be himself throughout the series. But uh, Nuggets got a lot to prove too. Shit, Joker hasn't shown us anything uh, late in the playoffs. Yeah, um, Jamal Murray got to push. So let the Suns, I mean Nuggets, are deep. They've been the number one seed pretty much all year. I feel like in that Western Conference, so you got to take them serious. But I'm gonna take the Nuggets, man. If this one goes six or seven, um, I like the Nuggets with that home court advantage. So give me Denver. Give me Denver in six. Okay. I never thought I'd say that. Okay. Well, sure. We 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 on my different side in the the yeah, Golden both State and the Lakers, Nuggets and Suns, and then we're gonna see here Celtics and 76ers. Mm-hmm. Celtics and 76ers. I think um two or three matchup. Um, who you like here? You got Tatum leading the Celtics. You got Joel Embiid um with the 76ers. Man, who you like in this one? Who you like in this yeah, series? Embiid, who we expect to be. Named the league MVP uh, is doubtful, I believe, for game one. So um, even if he does play, um, he won't be 100%. I think the Celtics handle business. I think they 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 fight their way. They get through this one, and they lose in the next round against my Heat. But uh, I'm going Celtics in this one. Celtics, they, I like them to beat the six. I think they're probably going to be the favorite, even with a healthy Embiid. But give me the two-seeded Celtics over the three-seeded Sixers in this one. Where are you going with it? Man, I'm going outside again, man. Joel Embiid, like you said, it's going to be the, the league MVP, man. I feel like <clears throat> I think it's going to be a tough one. You know, um, Tatum, Brown, Smart, you know, the, mm-hmm. the, the Celtics, Brown man. They got a, 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 a good, a good, a good, um, good mob. But I'm going to go 76ers in this series. 
ain't bad pick. Ain't never bad to bet on the MVP. You think nah. Harden gonna, gonna continue to show up and be, you know? I hope so. Fingers crossed. Need to be. I hope so. Fingers crossed. I, I mean, because we hard Harden, for a minute. Because with Harden, it's the same thing, like you say, with with, with CP and 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 D Book. You know, around this time, you know, we know he's a great player, great scorer. But um, around these times, sometimes he fades fades to the black. So um. Hopefully, hopefully Hard can come in and do what he do. Hopefully. We got Harden. Um, who's the other guy? Maxi. Maxi, yeah. Maxi Harris got to continue to play, earning that check. But um, this would be another good series, too. A lot of bad blood in this series. Um, as a lifetime Heat fan, you always enjoy the Knicks battles. And I think Madison Square Garden is just one of those venues that the NBA is better when, when that venue is buzzing. And the Knicks kind of have that brand uh, like the Cowboys in football. And they always seem to let their fan base and the big media uh, down when it comes to them. But Brunson, I love Brunson. Julius Randle's been banged up. Obviously, we lost Hero for pretty much probably the rest of the playoffs with his broken hand. But uh, Hemi Butler, he hurt his ankle in game one. Uh, they found a way to get that win on the road in Madison Square. Um, coming off that huge uh, game seven victory over the Bucks, man. Which way are you going in this one? You know where I'm going. Yeah, I'm with, I'm, I'm with you on this one, man. Um, like you said, they was able to get a get a um, get a win on the road. Um, Jimmy Butler, man. I don't think we talk enough about the, the 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 type of player that he is, man. You know, he had a huge game last series. Um, but I'm going with the Miami Heat, man. Being there, being able to go into Madison Square Garden. Being able to get that win, like you said, hurt his ankle. He didn't finish the game, but um, I think that was a huge game for the Miami Heat. I think they, I think they win this one in five, man. And to your Ooh. point, to your to to what you just mentioned, as far as and we talked about this in football, like when certain teams are playing well, it's just good for the mm-hmm. sport. And, and again, you know, growing up, this was one of the matchups in the Eastern Conference um, that we always wanted to see you know you yeah. had miami heat you know you got the you had the Knicks, you had the pacers like these were the, the the teams that we wanted to see in the eastern conference so to have these teams back you know in decent terms i would say you know um it, it's good for it's good for basketball that shit this is great this is great for for the, for the knicks now the heat we we've been able to enjoy some success um for a while actually um shout out to coach Spolstra, actually coach Spolstra with his win uh, his first win in the second round moved into sole place of uh, fifth place all time when it comes to playoff victories, 101 uh, playoff victories, which is which is crazy. And I think Eric Spoelstra is still kind of underrated as a coach, but um, the Heat has been able have been able to Heat and their fans have been able to enjoy success over some time now. But for the Knicks. It's been ugly. They've been yelling at Dolan to sell the team. It's been, uh, you know, they they was not treating Spike Lee right at some point. Charles Oakley getting thrown out of the stadium. They done been dealing with all kind of shit. This year, actually advanced to the second round. You know, they've been, but Trey Young had them in a frenzy a couple of years ago. Uh, they've been buzzing. But um, you picked us in five. Yeah, I'm I think on, I I'm think. a local. I, I like it. Why you like us in five though? Man, I just feel like again, sportsman, man. I think he's coach, man. He's been having um the Miami Heat and just in, in great situations, you know. And then when you have a guy, hopefully, you know, Jimmy Butler is ready for game two. But when you have a guy, a leader like Jimmy Butler, who can, 
you know, at any point take over the game, that's what you need, you know. Um, not saying that, you know, the Knicks don't have that, but Jimmy Butler, I just think he's a, above, a slightly above everybody else in the series right now on, on both sides, you know what I mean? So, you know, you got the old school cast, you know, Kyle Lowry, Kevin Love coming in doing their thing. Kyle Lowry um, made some clutch plays for us. Plays. So, I, I got the heat, man. I just feel like they're, they're playing with a lot of confidence, man. And so, I got the heat in five. Hey, no pushback from me, man. I, I take us in five in five or six. Obviously, some other guys are gonna have to step up. Um, but I like us in five or six. I like I, I like watching Jalen Brunson play ball, man. Like the way yeah. he plays it, his pace, how he can get to a spot, and create shots. Uh, wasn't hitting from behind the arc, but um, I like I like him a lot. But it ain't gonna be enough to beat my Heat. I'm right there with you. Um, what we got now? Actually, let's let's. Peek at the comments real quick and see who agreeing with who, because we're on some opposite sides. We came, uh, boom. Eating five nuggets, sixes. They got Golden State five. I agree with the kid. Uh, Lakers might be too big for the way. We'll see. You think that? Grass do huge series for AD. AD got to be consistent, man. He got to be. He's got to stack them together. I think this LeBron's last chance at a ring. I feel like we've been saying that for nine <laughs> years. <laughs> nine years, right. man. He keep he keep going at it with our father time. But we we uh, do we we do need AD to play big, man. We he can't we can't afford him to disappear for a game or two in this series. Like he has to show up um, every game, man. We 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 need AD. We need him for sure. Game in, game out. I feel like LeBron and AD haven't put together um, a game uh, together yet, really, where they really both played at their, you know, at their peaks. We shall see. Um, what we got next, man? Here goes the odds on the Eastern side for both series. Damn, 76ers, huge underdogs. Haven't even tipped off yet. Once again, MB uh, with that injury. They're probably already coming in as underdogs, but they are plus 420 right now in the FanDuel Sportsbook to win their series over the Boston Celtics. Boston Celtics are, excuse me, favorites at minus 560 right now to win the series. Um, but, hey, we know these odds. Whoever you like, you like. Place your bets based on that because we saw those crazy odds with the draft. What we're going to get to real soon. Uh, but Heat, favorites right now, minus 146. New York Knicks are the underdog at plus 120 in that series. We got this one, A.B.? Yeah, we got the Los Angeles Lakers and the Golden State Warriors. We got the Golden State Warriors, um, the favorite in that one, and the Phoenix Suns and Denver Nuggets. Um, got the Denver Nuggets favorite in that one as well. So we're going to see, man. We got two good matchups here in the Western Conference. Um, D-Bot likes Golden State. He likes... You like the Suns. You like the Denver Nuggets and the Suns, right? I want the Nuggets. Yeah, I want the Nuggets. Yeah, you want the Nuggets, man. So again, there go your eyes, like D. Bus said. Um, go over the hate. fan I might duel. Just be hating on the Suns, though. Honestly, who you? I think I might. No, you definitely hating on the Suns. You already <laughs> talked about D. Book CP3. You definitely hating. But look, you can't be you can't be mad at the Denver Nuggets. But go over the fan duel, man. Place your bets. Be smart, man. Like D. Bud always say, don't bet your uh. <laughs> Don't bet your house, man, you know, but be smart. Be, be smart, smart, baby. Matter of fact, let's run this FanDuel NBA read real quick. And then on the other side, it's all NFL talk. 
We got a lot to talk about with this draft. What's going on, family? The NBA playoffs are here, and you can turn crossovers into cash with FanDuel. Just visit FanDuel.com slash M2M Live right now and place a $5 bet, and you'll get an instant $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. There's no better place to bet all the playoff action than America's number one sports book. Just go to FanDuel.com slash M2M Live and sign up to get $150 in bonus bets when you bet your first five bucks. FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of the NBA and the Man to Man podcast. 21 plus and select states. First online real money wager only. Refund issued as a non-withdrawable free bet as it expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. You got a gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com backslash RG. That's in Colorado, Iowa, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, and Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 5334 naz <clears throat> 1-888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org backslash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. <laughs> visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas. One eight seven 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 zero. Stop in Louisiana, and then one eight seven seven dash eight dash hope ny or text hope ny to four six seven three six nine in New York, Tennessee. Red line. All right. One eight hundred eight eight nine ninety seven eighty nine in Tennessee. One eight hundred five two two forty seven hundred in Wyoming. Or visit www gambler dot net in West Virginia. Yes, sir. And here we go. Let's get to the draft, man. The Let's draft. get to the draft, baby. Hey, it started on Thursday. Obviously, went through Friday, Saturday, and then you had the undrafted free agent signed after. Um, it's an interesting draft. Interesting draft, and everybody already got their grades and who won and who lost and who's going to be the best. Obviously, the Will Levis slide out of the first round was probably the most surprising. Um, talking about those odds, he was – I think minus 1,500 to go number four overall to the coach um, before the draft took off. He was such a lock at that spot that they took the bet off because, um, you know, the, the sports book didn't want to lose their ass on it. But he ended up sliding out. Our coach ended up going with Anthony Richardson, young yeah. quarterback out of Florida. Uh, Bryce Young was the one. C.J. Stroud was two. Will Anderson was three. What was your thoughts and takeaways from this drive, from this uh, NFL draft? Man. It was um, it was a good draft, you know. And then you know we talked about you know, and we'll we'll talk about it here shortly. Like you know who we felt as though um, came away with a with a big draft, right? A huge draft, um, a winning grade. And my three teams were the Colts, the Texans, and the Eagles. Um, mm -hmm. Starting off with our coach, you know, them drafted Anthony Richardson. We've been having a, a quarterback carousel here for a minute, but. Um, I feel like he could be that guy. You know, I think a lot of people were excited. Coach fans were excited. You know, you look on um, on social media, on Twitter, we got one. And I think they're, I think we're right. I think we have one. Um, if you look at his attributes, what he brings to you um, mm -hmm. as a quarterback, man, it's, 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 it's special, right? Obviously, you know, it's a, a lot of talk about what he can do. But, you know, we're going to talk about the positives. Big guy. He's strong. Has an yeah. arm. You kind of think of. You think about Cam Newton. I say he, hopefully he he does become a player like Cam Newton, mm -hmm. um, NFL MVP. But with the running game that we have, um, a solid defense, man. I think Anthony Richardson is going to be there for a long time. 
Um, great job by the coach, you know, obviously, you know, picking picking Anthony Richardson, but I think we in good hands now, D but what you think? Hey, I love I feel like Anthony Richardson is like um you're going to out to Silicon Valley and betting on one of these one of these startups or or you getting into crypto or you you trying to buy some Bitcoin. Like one of them, he's one of them picks. He's like a boomer bust in my opinion. Uh and I hate to be one of those people in the media, but he's like one. Hey, he can go to the Hall of Fame, or he could be a bus. And uh, obviously, on this show, we only putting good energy out there. So I'm looking at we just got a Hall of Famer at the number four pick, just like when we drafted Edge at four. Yeah. Uh, but he seems like a a, a a great a great kid. Um, everything that I heard about him behind the scenes, off the field, has been lights out, a plus. Only 20 years old. It didn't play. Didn't play a lot of. Don't have a ton of uh, college snaps under his belt, and it's a lot of things that you see on the film that you would like him to improve on. But now he's going to be learning on the fly as a pro. And um, sometimes that can stunt a player's growth. Uh, and that's why you. I know a lot of times you you always like the veteran to start off yep. until that guy's kind of ready. Um, yep. But I think with a guy like him, with his athletic attributes, we just put this up. Um, all of the coach's relative athletic scores from the draft. And Anthony Richardson was a perfect 10 out of 10. And he would have been a 10 out of 10 if he went into the draft as a wide receiver. Uh, but so from that standpoint, I mean, the sky is literally the limit. Um, so even when he's figuring out how to play quarterback at this level, he's able to use his athleticism to create plays and create problems for the defense. You talked about the run game. Jonathan Taylor coming back. You yep. expect him to be healthy. He had his first you know, kind of injury plague season in his entire football career. So we expect him to bounce back. The offensive line is going to be huge. How how do we get production out of that offensive line? Because a lot of people are talking about Shane uh, Steichen's success that he had with Jalen Hurts. And a lot of people talk about, you know, A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith and right. all these great pieces, which are great. But you can't do shit if you're not protecting that in them trenches. And Jalen Hurts is one of the best protected quarterbacks in the league last year. So we're going to need to get our money's worth out of that O-line. Uh, but I love this pick, and I loved it even more when they went and got Josh Downs in the third round out of North Carolina. Cause small dude, but he is a killer, um, especially lining him up inside with those big receivers we got outside. Pearson Pittman, um, obviously JT in the backfield. Uh, so it, it could be something special. And, and, you know, this is the time of year where all the fan bases get excited. I know as a former coach, as a huge coach fan, I'm excited. You talked about the carousel we've been dealing with since luck hung it up. Um, to get a young kid like this with so much potential and excitement, um, should I, I was I was praying to God this is who they went with at four. Um, you know, I know it was a lot of people pointing at Levis, but and I hope he's he does well in, in Tennessee as well. But um, I think I hope we got the right one. But uh, we know we got to go out there and play the games. But I am ecstatic about this pick. Nah, for so sure, I'm right man. There with you with Colts. Nah, I'm, I'm right there with you, man. I'm right there with you with the Colts, man. So. Uh, we'll see. Like you said, we're going to put that yep. good juju in the atmosphere and see what our coach can do. Um, another team, man, another team that I thought had a a, a good draft, and they, they kicked it off with, with two of their first-round picks, also in the AFC South, the Houston Texans. Um, mm -hmm. The Houston Texans, man, um, you know, C.J. Stroud, you know, good quarterback. I think he was your first quarterback that you would have got yep. off, the, off the board. So, you know, <clears throat> D'Amico Ryan's first-year uh, head coach coming over from – uh, San Francisco, um, he has his guy. He has his guy. And then on the defensive side, they went and got Will Anderson. So in this draft, you have two players that you're going to have could be for for a number of years on both sides yeah. of the world. 
You know what I mean? And I thought that the Houston Texans, just with those two picks, had a very, very, very successful draft. Um, hate to see him being in, in, in the AFC South against <laughs> our coach. But, again, two great picks. Um, and I don't think he could have done it any 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 other way. You know, I think what they had originally coming in, they had the 12th or 13th pick. Yep. I and they were two. Yep. Yep. They traded up, man. Two, three back to back. Two, two great back to back picks, man. Um, yeah. Shout out to Houston. Yeah. Sh hey, shout out to Houston. And once again, obviously, as as Colts guys, we don't like to root too much for the Houston Texans, but uh, I think they got this one right. And they got, I believe, they got their head coaching hire right with D'Amico Ryan's, and then you're setting D'Amico up for success. Something they haven't done with the last couple coaches that they've hired. But the first draft of D'Amico Ryan's uh, head coaching career, they swing for the fences, as they be mentioned, trading away next round, next year's uh, first round pick, along with some other picks to get back up there in the top three. Only shout out to Daniel Jeremiah, too. Uh, only guy I saw predicting uh, Texas making this move. But you're going to get C.J. Stroud with the second overall pick. Then you're going to get Will Anderson with the third overall pick. Drew Scruggs, Tank Dell, Dylan Horton, Henry, um, and then a, a couple other guys as well. But I think uh, I think the Texans got this one right. You talk about premium positions, quarterback being one of them, obviously, and then the pass rusher, probably your second most um, important position. That's hopefully when you go and draft guys like this, those are your anchors on both sides of the ball. So if they get this one right, it's worth whatever picks you give up to get it if you are the Houston Texans. So uh, once again, in that AFC South, so we ain't rooting for him too much, but I think they are setting uh, head coach D'Amico Ryan's up for success uh, with these two picks. Uh, I, I absolutely love it. This is one of my favorite teams um, as well when it comes to uh, when it comes to what they did in the draft. There we go. We got you back. But um, your video might be a little. I have to restart your video, AB. But, on, uh, I think I'm still choppy, bro. Yep, yep. Uh, let me go to my one of my favorite drafts while we get until we get AB back. In. There we go. The Lions, the Detroit Lions. Now they had a lot of people scratching their heads uh, with that pick. Jumped up to 12 to draft Jameer Gibbs, running back out of Bama. He was the second running back taken in the first round, which was a surprise to a lot of people. Um, and I was doing my comps uh, on, on, the, on the draft spectacular. And Jameer Gibbs, his NFL comp uh, for me was like a Jamal Charles and an Alvin Kamara. Uh, smooth runner, home run speed, 4-3-6. So can take it to the crib from anywhere on the field. Uh, and also don't have a bunch of wear and tear coming into the league. So that's something I like. Obviously, the Lions loved it. They had Swift and um, who's the other back they have? Swift and someone else. I can't think of who they had on the roster. And then they traded DeAndre Swift to the Philadelphia Eagles um, pretty soon after making that pick. The right was kind of on the wall. But Jameer Gibbs, uh, special picks and special pick, in my opinion, at 12. And then they went back and got Jack Campbell. Now once again, was a head scratcher for a lot of people because a lot of people looked at this and said, hey, you know, Jack Campbell, Jack Campbell, tight end Sam Laporte, and then Brian Branch, and then Hendon Hooker. So you look at this draft. I like both picks in the first. 
I like both picks in the second, and I love their third-round pick getting Hendon Hooker, who you would think is their quarterback of the future, grabbing Hendon Hooker there in that third round. Um, obviously, you got Jared Goff there now, but Gibbs, a home run hitter on the off offensive side of the ball. Now, this is kind of opposite of the Houston Texans. Houston Texans went for the premium position. They went three overall with Derek Stingley, which is another premium, premium position in the league last year. Um, but this year they went quarterback and pass rusher. And the Lions, they kind of went uh, against that whole model of, you know, the premium position where the analytics say you need to spend your money. And they went and got Gibbs at 12 and then an off-ball linebacker at 18 with Jack Campbell, which a lot of people had, you know, oh, he would have been available in the second round or at this point or at this point. But if you love your guy, you go out there and get him. And for some reason, I don't know if it was Mad Mel's uh, reaction to the Jack Campbell pick, but big guy, he can run, you know, 4'6", off the ball, 6'5", I believe. He just looks like one of those dudes that can mess around and go down and be the greatest linebacker in Detroit Lions history. He just looks like that kind of pick. Jack Campbell matched up with Motor City, Dan Campbell out there in Detroit. I like both of those first-round picks. Uh, my favorite pick is probably Brian Branch. Uh, who they went and got in the second round out of Bama. Um, kind of a nickel safety. Uh, also did some returning at Bama, uh, but just a special, special player, in my opinion. Plays well in space, explosive, tackles, um, very, very disciplined, as you expect a, a Nick Saban coach player to be. Um, and he was one of my guys that I expect to come off the board in the first round. They got him in the second round. So I think Detroit, um, I know a lot of nerds will tell you, they didn't do great because of the position they drafted and where they drafted them. Uh, but I think they went on best available, best player on their board. And that goes into that uh, that pick at number 68 when they went and got Hendon Hooker. Once again, if he's healthy, I think he's the third quarterback off the board in this draft. Um, he was on his way to winning the Heisman last year at Tennessee. Some people question would that offense or his style of play transfer to the NFL. Um, should, I think it will. I think he'll be – he's got a, a chance to be the best quarterback from this draft, in my opinion. But now he has time to heal. It's going to be no rushing that knee coming back. You got Jared Goff. Oh, shit. If he plays well again, he's probably in line for another extension, honestly. And then you got Hendon Hooker waiting in the wings. and You can really see what you got from your young guy with no rush to throw him on that field early. So I personally think the Detroit Lions knocked this draft out of the park uh, coming off a year where they competed. Um, all the way through the year and play meaningful games into December and January. So um, shout out to the Lions who were <clears throat> another one of my favorites with what they did in the draft. Another team. So uh, AB, I believe he said the Colts, Texans, and Eagles were his favorites. Eagles, you know, they continue to pluck from uh, their, their farm system down there in Athens, Georgia with them dogs. But uh, another team, my third team. So where did I go? Colts, obviously, Lions, and then the Seattle, Seattle Seahawks. Seattle Seahawks, you, a lot of people had them taking a the quarterback in the first round at that number five position. Uh, they went Devin Witherspoon, cornerback out of Illinois, who's a dog. Uh, just his attitude that he plays with, uh, his, his explosiveness, he can play the ball, he can tackle, he can blitz. 5'10", 180-ish pounds, but an absolute dog, a menace out there on the field. So now you pair him up with Tariq Woolen, 
who played an all pro level last year is a six round pick. I believe you got Tariq, you got Devin on both sides. You got Kobe Bryant who played well in the slot as a rookie last year for Seattle. Quandre Diggs, one of the best free safeties in the game. So you got a lot of good pieces. It looks like they're trying to rebuild that, that, that Legion of boom uh, out there in Seattle, man. So I'm excited about what Seattle was able to do. And then not to mention they got Jackson Smith and Jigba, who was the highest rated uh, receiver uh, for a lot of people coming into this draft. You put him out there on the field with DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, and Geno Smith, who had a great year. Kenneth Walker in the backfield, who had a damn near rookie of the year um, situation at the running back. So I absolutely love the uh, Seattle Seahawks picks. Let me throw them up there one, one more time. Number five overall, Devin Witherspoon. Number 20, Jackson Smith and Jigba. Um, we got a backer, outside linebacker, Derek Hall in the third. Zach Charbonnet in the second as well. Um, got some old linemen. Did their thing, man. Shout out, shout out to the Seahawks. Hey, B, we miss anything? Yeah, I don't know if you talked about the Philadelphia Bulldogs. <laughs> Not yet. Let me go ahead and throw their picks up there real quick. Man, shout out to Philly, man. Philadelphia, uh, Philadelphia Eagles, man. We nicknamed them the Bulldogs as well. I think they had a good draft. I heard you talk about the Seattle Seahawks. Um, you mentioned the Detroit Lions, but this was my third team, man. These Eagles picks, um, they, they keep getting it done. They keep getting yeah. it done. Um, put those picks back up there one more time. And you look mm -hmm. in the first round, you know, you get Jalen Carter, you know, um, Nolan Smith. You know, I always thought that they needed the safety. Um, they went out and got uh, Sidney Brown. Um, this was a pick from the Arizona Cardinals. But what what the Eagles are being able to – what they're doing right now, I just think they're, they're building their roster the right way through the draft. Um, they was able to get Swift from the Detroit Lions as well. Um, so him in the backfield with Jalen Hurts, man, I think it's uh, – what they're doing over there is, is phenomenal. So, again, I think the Lions – not the Lions, excuse me, the uh, Philadelphia Eagles had a great, great draft weekend. Yeah. And Howie Roseman, as, as a GM, I feel like he, he's continued to put on a master class. Um, not only in the draft, you just mentioned it. Uh, you went and got Nolan Smith, obviously Jalen Carter, uh, Kaylee, Kaylee Ringo, um, just – players you know you see this a lot some some coaches like drafting from the same school because they know what they're getting they know right. what coaching style they're coming from they know what type of culture they're coming from um and obviously they like that um but i feel like he always makes another move either, either before or right after the draft to get him even better so you go out and get swift explosive playmaker um back there in that eagles offense uh it's gonna be it's gonna be special again i think obviously they took care of the quarterback paid jalen hurts uh, a couple weeks ago um, at this point, made him the highest paid player in NFL history. Uh, Lamar trumped that. But um, special, special situation I think they got going on over there in Philly, man. So shout out to Howie. I can see why that was one of your favorite um, drafts as well. So all together, we got the Colts, yep. Texans, Eagles, Seahawks as um, teams that really knocked it out of the park. And as usual, as always, we're going to really see in a few years how these players pan out within their organizations on and uh, off the field. Hey, question, um, question for you, though. Question for yep. you. We talk about, you know, we joking, you know, as far as the Philadelphia Bulldogs. Um, and you just mentioned it where, you know, you go and get 
a guy from this particular school, right? You know what type mm -hmm. of guy that you're going to get, what type of player you're going to get, um, because you know what they're breeding at that particular school. You've seen it with Alabama. You, I mean, you've seen it yep. the, at the U um, in the past. But for Philly. To TCU, Chargers and TCU. I think they drafted three TCU players uh, this draft. Right. So you see it, right? So you have these guys that's they've been in the same locker room. They could be cool. They couldn't be cool. But you see, you see them coming together like what could that do like for the locker room you know you got guys that's familiar with one another that's coming in like like what does that do for the locker room what does it do for guys that you know because you know how it is you in the locker room you really don't know mm -hmm. nobody obviously it's gonna take yeah time to get acclimated but being able to walk in that locker room and it's like, okay it's my guy right here i rock with him you know what i'm saying we've done this in the past like what does that do for for the morale of the team Man, that's huge. It, 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 it's instant comfort. And, and for that player, obviously, that individual, once he steps into that locker room, like you said, it's already people you're comfortable with. Um, and, and usually it doesn't, for most guys, in my experience at least, it doesn't take long, you know, for a guy to get kind of acclimated to the locker room. You know, as long as you fit in and not trying to be, you know, something different than what that locker room is, you fit into whatever the culture is. And then it starts usually in your meeting room. So you look at these guys, Jalen Carter, he going into a meeting room with, with Jordan David, Nolan Smith, same thing. Yep. Uh, they're going into pretty much the same meeting room. So you're going into these meeting rooms, you're going into these teams where it's already instant comfort. That was the biggest part for me about like OTAs and, and training camp was really just building that, you know, that team camaraderie and, and getting used to each other as individuals. Um, so that way I think it translates and you play better on the football field. But I think I think that plays a huge dividends. Um, for, for obviously not only Philadelphia Eagles, but other teams that do that. And I think these coaches and these uh, decision makers kind of do that intentionally as well because they already know, hey, so-and-so was a good teammate. Or if you look at a guy like Jalen Carter, I know a part of that um, assessment or whatever pre-draft is kind of like, okay, we want Jalen Carter to be in a good situation in the locker room that he's going into. And I think our locker room is going to be, he's familiar with a bunch of the guys around him. Yeah. He was young. He was there, basically a young pup on a, on a, on a very talented defense. You know, they won as a winning culture. So I think he'll fit great into this locker room. Sometimes that works out. Sometimes it doesn't. Uh, but I think it's going to uh, pay huge dividends for the, for the Eagles for sure. <clears throat> I agree with you. I agree with you. Yeah, man. But uh, any other draft takeaway? Who, who's going to be the starting quarterback for the Tennessee Titans this year? Week one. CJ. But what the hell you got in your cup? What? <laughs> so the Tennessee Titans, man. Tennessee Titans. I thought you said he was a Titan. Ryan Tannehill, uh, Tannehill, Malik Willis, and Will Levis. Who's Is starting it? week one, AB? I don't think it's going to be Malik Willis. Um. I'm going to go Tannehill. Okay. I'm going to go Tannehill. But Will Levis will be the starting quarterback for the Tennessee Titans by week eight. By week eight, Will Levis will week be starting. Will Levis, will Levis will be starting for the Tennessee Titans. I'm tripping. I could have sworn you said Houston Texans. <laughs> CJ Stroud. <laughs> sure. We got a whole new cast of characters. In the AFC South, the quarterback now, we're going to – I expect Anthony Richardson to start week one. So, let's say we got Anthony Richardson, C.J. Stroud, who I also expect to start for the Texans. Yeah. Um, 
Ryan Tannehill maybe is still the starter, and then Trevor Lawrence will be the starter out there in Jacksonville. So whole new cast of characters out there, the quarterback position in the AFC South. Uh, real quick, going to fly through some other things before we get up out of here. My Florida Panthers! Let's go Cats! Obviously a huge hockey guy. Uh, I mean, nobody gave us a chance. Boston Bruins set the record for the best regular season ever. The Bruins and the Bucks had the best records in their respective sports and both lost in round one. It's the second time that the teams with the best NHL and NBA regular season records have each lost in round one. The Canucks and Bulls did it back in 2012. But shout out to my Panthers, man. Uh, Swaggy, I can't rem I can't pronounce his real last name, 23, with an overtime game seven goal um, to win in walk-off fashion over the mighty, mighty Boston Bruins. Um, that President's Cup um, curse lives on. So President's Cup is given to the best record regular season in the NHL. And usually they go on to lose in the first or second round in the uh, NHL playoffs, which those playoffs, it was like another game seven right after um, as well. I didn't watch that one. And I think it's another game seven tonight. So hockey playoffs have been electric so far. Hey, question for you. Um, yep. I think you just, you know, Milwaukee Bucks, uh, number one seed, got exited out of the playoffs. Um, Verhage. There you go, Verhage. Appreciate you, man. Up 3D. Um, yes, sir. So one of the reporters asked uh, Giannis after the game was this series or this season a disappointment <laughs> or a failure? A failure. Failure. Uh -huh. So as the fifth competitor that I know you are, what are your thoughts and what is your take on Giannis' comment as? not being a failure of, of this season for this season i understood his overall sentiment and, and oh. i guess i like the speech it, it would be like something you know i would i would want my kids to hear like hey you know sports is this it's not a failure you learn a loss is a lesson and great answer great i have no problem with that but to answer the question that the now was it a good question or a bad question that's another day to answer that but uh yes it's a failure in my opinion, you 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 were the number one seed. You were uh, you had the best record in the regular season. I believe the betting favorite to win. Not that that matters, but the betting favorite to win the championship. And you go out and lose in round one. Now, obviously, Giannis was hurt. Uh, uh, you know, two three games in that series, so it would have been different. Maybe if he's played, maybe. But um, is it a failure? Is that season a failure? Uh, I mean, I think so. You still learn something from it. You move on as an athlete, but. But, yeah, and, and I never won a Super Bowl. Uh, do I feel like all nine of my seasons were failures? Uh, no, but when you pack in that black bag and you throwing all that shit in that black bag, you got your exit meetings, you feel like you're at that point in time. Uh, but then you look back at the grand scheme of things, you know, you learn things, you enjoy it, blah, blah, blah. But um, you're in it to win it. That's sports. That's why you keep the, the score. Uh, everybody's in there. Uh, when they go to training camp, everybody's trying to win the championship. That's the goal. And if you don't succeed at that goal, it's a failure um for that goal now did you succeed in other areas absolutely uh but i i had no problem with Giannis's answer but in my opinion yes absolutely uh that was a failure on the bucks part what's your thought what was your thoughts on that i'm with you man i, I kind of was straddling the fence um because again the way he answered the question was was 
was great, you know. But mm -hmm. being a competitor, being that when you go into when you go into training camp, everybody's saying the same thing. What is our goal? <laughs> At the end of the year, our goal is to win the, the hoist that trophy, whatever that trophy is in your sport. Um, obviously, every season you're gonna you're gonna take some lessons, right? Yeah. As we say, you know, we're not gonna tell, we're not gonna take L's, we're not gonna take losses. You know, it's gonna be lessons. So, like you said, it's all lessons gonna be learned through throughout the season. But going in as a number one seed and getting out of there your first round, it is some failure with that. You know, again, I agree with you what Yana said. That was perfect. Perfect. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure coaches are going, they're going to edit that clip and they're going to put that <laughs> in their me room. Like, you know, that's that's what you need. But at the end of the day, as competitors, um, you look at it and, like, you know, that's, that's, that's a failure. Yeah. And he mentioned Michael Jordan in it. Uh, and he said, like, you know, Michael Jordan played 15. He won six championships with the other nine season failure. No, no. And I, Michael Jordan might say, yeah, it was a failure. The other nine seasons was a failure. Uh, but one of Michael Jack, Michael Jordan's quotes, um, like, you know, he talked about all the shots he missed and all of this and all of that. And basically, you're going you're gonna to take those along the way was his message. So I think that's always a good message. But, you know, when you have a goal, sometimes you fail at that goal. It just happens. Uh, but Giannis, you know, he's he still got a ring. I, I, I love the guy, ultimate competitor. Um, I think it's obviously some things to still work on, as it is with everybody. But uh, I'm sure he'll bounce back and have his team right back in the thick of it next year. Yeah. Um, last thing before we get up out of here, we had F1. F1 came back. Sergio Checo Perez in a Red Bull car won it. Max Verstappen second place. Charles Leclerc, Leclerc came in third. So what's it? What, no what, Max. Hey. The, yeah, no Max at the top of the podium. Two out of the three uh, names I'm very familiar with now <laughs> because of my guy D Buck. Shout out, shout out to F1. Yep. So Checo, Verstappen, Leclerc, Alonzo, Carlos Sands, Lewis Hamilton, Lance Stroll, George Russell, Lance Norris, and Yuki Sonoda uh, round out the top ten. The next one will be here this weekend, and I will be out there. We'll be down there second year in a row uh, for the Miami Grand Prix with Formula One uh, May 7th. So hopefully we get an exciting one. Um, maybe even a different podium, maybe. May I, I doubt be. it. I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt it. We shall good. see. So, but uh, my guy D-Buck yeah, going to be in Miami that. F1. I'm going to be in Kentucky this weekend. I'm going, You're going to, out there? I'm going to the Derby, man. I've always – it's one of those things I can check off the list, man. I've always wanted to go out there. I'm going to put the suit on. I'm going to try to figure out if I'm going to wear the hat or not. But Okay, I'm, I was about to say. Yeah, I'm going to go out there and have a good time, man. Um, so, D-Butt, Miami F1, AB, Kentucky for the Derby. Um, We're going to make some things happen. Hey, shout out to Nakeeba. I just I just, I just, just read in the chat, she's a become official in the aging game. Uh, congrats. Shout out. Shout out. Day one in the chat, but shout out, shout out to Kiba. Day one, yeah, yeah. Day one with the men to man team. Um, that's big time, that's dope. It is obviously. Uh, we got black women doing some amazing things as agents. Nicole, Nicole Lynn, um, had a clutch signed that Jalen Hurts deal. Next, we got to talk about uh, Lamar. Next show, that's gonna be yeah. a lot to talk about though. Finally, got that deal done. He finally got his money to become the highest paid player in NFL history. Um, his guarantees, 180 
a few million dollars over uh, Jalen Hurts, but still a long ways away from that Deshaun Watson, that deal, that Mogetta deal. That's going to go down in the history books. Uh, still, still, still an outlier right now, 230 fully guaranteed. Uh, but shout out to Lamar Jackson finally getting his money, which was well deserved. And he did it on his own, negotiated his own deal. Uh, I had some doubts about it. I'm sure a bunch of other people did. He stuck to his guns, got it figured out, and now he'll be, um, you know, a whole lot of flop. I think he said for the next five years, they went and drafted Zay Flowers to another South Florida hey, boy. Hey, Very good receiver, sign hey, Odell. Hey, so I, I, I like it. I like yes, it. Sir. I like it. Yes, sir. Yes. I like it a lot. And um, to AB's point about that Derby, FanDuel Sportsbook, I believe is the only sportsbook you can bet on the Kentucky Derby. And uh, I'll be talking about the Derby a little bit on FanDuel TV with Kay Adams or Up and Adams in about five to ten minutes. So y'all slide over there and check it out. If you I, can. I can't wait to see AB fit, man. I know AB, I know you'd be clean, cuz. I'm gonna try, I'm gonna put something together, you know what I'm saying? I don't know, right, know about the horses, but I'm gonna definitely put a bet out there when I'm out there. Hey, you know, hey, the, the put other that shit up, baby. <laughs> hey, shout out to AB, uh, the other AB Antonio Brown. He said he signed with the Ravens. Uh, I don't know if the Ravens agreed to terms just yet, but uh, shout out my boy, you know, manifesting that. Yeah, and um, before we get out of here, hate to end on this type of news, but um, the Buccaneers linebacker, um, Shaq Barrett, yeah, two year old daughter, um, drowned in the family man. pool. So, um, from the man to man pod, we want to give um, you know, our prayers, uh, best wishes to the family. Um, I, as you, you know, I have a, a three year old, we have a pool as well, so I already understand, you know going through the mind but again prayers to, to the Barrett family um man bro I don't know what I would do um Whew, but it's tough, tough. It's heartbreaking tough. man so love. definitely sending love and light to that family man condolences with love killing his, his family love when your people please absolutely all right man we out of here man we'll see y'all uh, on Monday Hey, enjoy the derby, man. Hey, I might, I might get y'all, I might get y'all a a, a, a a quick snippet. I'm gonna do some homework on the horses, man. I might get y'all like a little 15 minute rundown on the horses who I'm betting on. Yeah. All right. All right, bro. All right. Go. Yo. So bad, must be the hustler in me that keep my foot on the gas. When you got it from nothing, then hard times ain't so bad. Just know I'm coming for everything that they said I couldn't have. I put my life inside it. Yeah, I kept it silent. Yeah, I played the field. That's how I feel about it. We put numbers on the board. We always up the score. Yeah, we stuck to the plan and never ran. Now they can't see man. Yeah, we talking. Man, a man. 
They can't guard me Man to man They don't wanna 